And so now, with a fair bit of help, I think Linda's going to come and share some thoughts with us. But we're going to pray for Linda, and we're going to pray for you guys, because I think you'll be actively involved. All of you guys. All of you guys. Fantastic. Well, you absolutely need prayer. So let's pray. Father, we thank you for the story we've just heard, which has changed our lives forever. We thank you that you came to save us, and we thank you that you rose from the grave to give us new life. So now we pray for Linda and all of us as we join together in reflecting on, this, on these words. Amen. Thank you very much, Matthew. It's great to see all of you this morning. Um, I wonder how carefully you were listening to that passage that Janine read or to that beautiful illustration that Matty showed and talked about. There, were th- there are three names I'm interested in in that story. Can anybody remember the names of some of Jesus' friends who went? Jasmine. Uh, Mary. Mary. Thank you. That's one. Let's give someone else a chance. Mary and... Anybody else remember? Began with P. 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 Peter, fantastic. And who was the third one? Do we know his name? Actually, you know, we don't know his name, but we think it was John. And if you were here at 9.30, I agree with Matthew and most biblical scholars who think that the reference to the disciple whom Jesus loved was actually John. Actually, he was the person who wrote the gospel, the bit of the Bible that we heard this morning. So those are the three names, Mary, Peter, and John, three very good friends of Jesus. And on that first day, why did they go to the garden? Why did they go there? That's right. They wanted to go. That's right. Mary and some of her friends especially wanted to go to the garden and finish the job that they couldn't finish on Good Friday because it was going to be a special Jewish holiday. So that's why they went to the garden. The garden had um, some caves in it. And that's where Jesus had been buried. And I thought we could make our own cave here today. So I've made a cave. But there's a big problem with this cave. It isn't quite right for Easter morning. What's the problem with the cave? Was this what they found when they got there? Uh, The stone was rolled away. Absolutely right. Although the stone was put there on Good Friday, when Mary got there on Easter Sunday... The stone wasn't there. The stone had been moved away. Was there anything inside? I think one of you, just one, ought to come and have a look. Go and see what's inside. Could you want to bring them out? Did you find Jesus in there? No Jesus' body? But he was supposed to be in the tomb. 
So when Mary got there, the tomb stone had been rolled away and there was an empty tomb, only a couple of bits of cloth left inside. Let's have another look at this, this stone, pretend stone. Does it remind you of anything? What does it remind you of? It does remind you of Jesus being alive, absolutely. I was thinking about something more yummy. Okay, it looks like an Easter egg. Uh, In fact, it looks like a giant Easter egg, doesn't it? Okay, so did any of you have an Easter egg this morning? You did. I did. My mum and dad gave me this one, and you know what happened? There were chocolates in the bottom, and my dad liked the chocolates, but he doesn't like the milk chocolate Easter egg, so he ate the dark chocolates at the bottom, and he said, you can have the egg itself. It's a fair deal. I owe him a lot. So we have the stone and we have chocolate Easter eggs. And did you know that sometimes people think that the reason we have eggs at Easter is not just because they're yummy and it's not just because they are a symbol of new life when a chick comes out, which is what you were going to say, isn't it? Yeah, which is a great answer, but they are also shaped like the stone that was rolled away from the tomb. Did you know that? Did you know that? There you go, you see. So when you eat your Easter egg, maybe you'd like to think about how the stone rolled away from the tomb. I brought some more eggs for you to look at. These aren't real eggs. And they're not chocolate eggs either. They're decorated wooden eggs. And I'm going to pass them round so you can see them. And they come from a country called Russia. And I'm going to tell you how I got them and what they mean. So I'm going to pass them round. They're wooden, so they're not going to break. And you can pick them up and have a look at them. But they're rather old and they're a bit faded now. So if I could ask you to be careful with them, that would be really good. Make sure that everybody has a chance to pick one up. And for those of you who can't actually see the eggs in the real basket down here, then you can see them up on the screen. A long time ago, I was a student and I studied in Moscow. And it was a time when Russia was part of the Soviet Union. And it wasn't a good time to be a Christian then. It was very hard. There was a lot of persecution. But one of the things I noticed was that in the marketplaces, you could find during the last few weeks of Lent, little wooden decorated eggs. And they came in all sorts of different colors. And some of them had pictures on. And if you look at the ones in the basket, you'll see that some of them are painted in just one color, 
and some of them are brighter with flowers or patterns on. And there are two eggs with pictures on. One has got a hedgehog with a little backpack and another has a cockerel. And some of the eggs show a picture of an old Russian church. And there's one egg in that basket that has a secret inside. And I think Matt has found it. You found it. Would the two of you like to stand up and show everybody else why it's a secret egg? Share. Okay, Matty, open it, and Joe will take it out. Well, well, well. I bet you've seen Russian dolls, but you've never seen a Russian matryoshka egg. Good. Will you look after it very carefully? One each, one each, and sit down. So even in a country where it was really hard and sometimes dangerous to be a Christian, a follower of Jesus, people found ways of sharing the good news. And on some of the eggs, if you look really closely, you'll see two letters. Can anybody tell me what the letters are? Wilbur. There's an X, a big X, and a big V, a big B. The confusion is because when you say it, it's a V sound, okay? And do you know what that means? X and a big B. Anybody know? B. B, it stands for, listen carefully, Christos Vaskries. Christos Vaskries. In the Russian language, that means, you can guess, Christ, Christ is risen. And if you were up on Crow Hill, you should know that. <laughs> and in Russian churches on Sunday morning today, the priest will shout out to everybody, Christ is risen. And the whole congregation shouts back, he certainly is risen. He is risen indeed. And sometimes they do this three times and they get louder. And my little collection of Russian eggs that you've seen there reminds me how hard it was to be, in a, Christ to be a Christian in Russia over many years. But people still made little eggs to celebrate and they shared the good news of Jesus Christ. Now if Mary and Peter and John hadn't gone and told other people about finding the empty tomb and then seeing Jesus alive again, we wouldn't be here today celebrating Easter. So it's really important that we too can tell other people the true story about that first Easter when Jesus came alive. And sometimes it can be easier to remember a story if you use actions and sound effects. So I want everybody here this morning to help me tell the story again about that first Easter when Jesus came alive. And we're going to use some key words. So when you hear me say stone... I want you to go, <gasps> can you do that? <gasps> the stone was rolled away. <gasps> and when you hear me say ran, I want you to go like feet running. And when you hear me say, where is he? I want you to go. If you want to go, Duh, you can do that as well. And when you hear me say, look, I want you to go. And when you hear me say crying, I want you to go. 
And when you hear me say angels, I want you to glory to God. And there's one more thing at the end, the very last line, which is, I've seen Jesus. Jesus is alive. So are you ready to retell the story? Are you going to listen carefully? Are you going to say the sounds and do the actions? And this is everybody. Ready? Early in the morning, while it was still dark, Mary went to the tomb. She saw that someone had rolled away the stone. (gasps) So she ran to Peter and John and she said to them, someone has rolled away the stone. (gasps) They have taken Jesus' body away. He's not there. Where is he? Peter and John ran to the tomb. John ran faster than Peter, so he got to the tomb first and he saw for himself that someone had rolled away the stone. (gasps) John bent over to look inside. He saw the strips of linen cloth, but he didn't go in straight away. Then Peter arrived at the tomb, and he saw the stone rolled away. Peter went straight inside the tomb to have a closer look. Peter saw the strips of linen that had been wrapped around Jesus' body. Then John came into the tomb too, and they said to each other, He's not here. Where is he? Very good. They didn't have an answer to this puzzle. So Peter and John ran back to where they were staying in Jerusalem. Mary stood outside the empty tomb crying. As she was crying, she bent over to look inside the tomb and she saw two angels. Glory to God all dressed in shining white. I wanted to put the candles inside to symbolize the angels, but I thought we might have a fire hazard. The angels, glory to God, were sitting where Jesus' body had been. The angels, glory to God, asked Mary, woman, why are you crying? Mary said to the angels, glory to God, someone has taken Jesus' body away. Where is he? (laughs) Then Mary turned round and she saw someone else, a man, standing there. And the man said to her, Woman, why are you crying? Mary thought the man was the gardener. So she said to him, Someone has taken away Jesus' body. Where is he? And then... The man that she thought was the gardener said her name, Mary, and she knew he was Jesus. Jesus was alive again, and that was why the tomb was empty. God had rolled away the stone. (gasps) It is amazing, isn't it? Jesus told Mary to go and give the good news to his other friends, including Peter and John. So Mary ran all the way back to town to find them. And when she got there, she still had enough breath to shout out, I've seen Jesus. Jesus is alive. So I hope that'll help you to remember the Easter story and tell it to your friends so they can learn about Jesus too and about God's great love for everyone.